This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What's the most exotic or trashiest food that you eat or have eaten? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Frank. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Hola. Hey, when I grew up, I was a uh, young man in the Midwest in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, worked in a slaughterhouse killing cattle. So my dad worked on the kill floor. My brother worked in the blood pit. I worked down the hide cellar. So whenever he had any problems with anybody, you'd go up and steal a couple of cattle tongues off the racks. And uh, then you'd go off in the corner and put one in each hand and fire. <laughs> Once again, Benjamin Colors, here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker, mother, <laughs> and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. Okay, Frank, no, no brown words there. Mm-hmm. But let me get. So you guys would each get two cow tongues and basically do a slap fight with cow tongues. You betcha, and they they uh, they're so rough and coarse they'll take your skin off. Ooh. So, you uh, you you know, when you have a problem with somebody else, instead of stabbing each other with the knives you all carry, uh, you just go get a couple cattle tongues and uh, have at it, and then uh, they take the tongues, because they can't throw them back on the line, they take the tongues home, and they'd flay them all up, and the next day they'd bring them in, and we'd put them in uh, wrap, and they uh, flay them real thin uh, with... Uh, uh, veggies and stuff, put them in a foil wrap and put them up on top of steam pipes. And then we'd, uh, we'd have them for chow the next day. You were living a truly aristocratic life right there. So after you beat each other with cow tongues. So you wouldn't kill each other. Right. So how, how often did this happen? Uh, there was a, I, I worked in the hide cellar, so I was the only white boy. Uh, so we probably had, uh, differences of opinion maybe once every three weeks that had to get settled. All right. Now, is this, when you get hired there, is this something they explain to you like, hey, look, man, everybody here has got a big attitude. You're going to get angry at each other, but, but as a rule, you can't stab each other, which is fair enough, but you grab a cow tongue and then you you commence to beating each other. I mean, do they explain this or did it just happen one day? No, you just learn it through attrition. 
I watched one. I watched a couple guys go at it with a knife in each hand because they they weren't playing. And uh, the way they broke it up was the foreman came out of his uh, out of his uh, uh, hooch and grabbed the bobcat with the bucket and went and uh, scooped them up off the ground where they were rolling around trying to stab each other, and then uh, drove them over to the uh, the hide tracer and uh, dumped them into the brine pit. That's how he broke up the knife fight. How long did you work in this glorious place? My dad worked the kill floor for 19 years. I was in high school. I started when I was a young man. I worked there for five years in the in the hide cellar. My brother, my little brother, was smaller than me. He worked in the uh, in the blood pit uh, for two years. Did anybody get sick working around all these animals like that? No, it actually made you stronger because you got exposed to everything you can imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> all right. Now, were you uh, based on having that job? I'm just like thinking, like Rocky. Did you have steak for dinner? Did you have hamburger? All right. Were you able to at least take some of the meat home and, and eat well when you got there? Yeah, it was the largest. It was the largest kill facility uh, in the world, licensed here in the U.S. So it was the cleanest. They had separate lines for kosher. They had separate lines for everything else under the sun. And uh, they had a separate finishing line so the employees could buy their own. Uh, best meat, uh, chow, anything that you can imagine. Uh, it, it, was, it was amazing. So where was that located, by the way? Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That and, and uh, well, Omaha Steaks. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you do now for a living? I work for the G. You work for the government? Yep. Okay. You teach us cow tongue combat, I'm guessing. That's just a strange thing to put on your resume. What's My brother worked in yeah. the blood pit. <laughs> right. I worked in the skin room. So where do those kid where do those hides go? Do they go to belt manufacturers, shoe manufacturers? Who is buying that product? Everything under the sun. You you name it, the uh, hides are being used for all kinds of stuff. We'd be uh, down the hide pit and I'd be pulling them up and hooking them through an eye an eye hole on the line so it goes down to the fat trimmers and when they come down and they start trimming them up with the blades uh if you saw them with the uh uh what do they call it when you have like bumps on your skin uh goosebumps uh nah yeah they're not like meat uh i, I don't remember they they make penicillin out of them hmm. uh so you get a, a large hide like off of a big old steer and uh it'd come down there and you'd see all these bumps on this hide and the whistles would go out, foreman come out of the shack, they'd cut that thing down, and they'd trim all of those bumps off the hide, put them in a big old Ziploc bag, and that would go to the medicine world for penicillin. Damn. Oh, wow. Damn. And then the hide would go to what, your new boots? Yeah, I'd go to your new boots, go to uh, making leather seats, go to everything. Horse saddles, uh, I'm assuming? Everything. Right, because it's made of leather. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're using the full animal. No doubt about it. Right. Yeah. Nothing was wasted. Okay, what about the blood pit? Who gets that? The, the blood pit is the cattle come in through the pens and with the shocker, and they go up single file, and they can smell the death, so they, they, they don't want to go there, but they, they have to. They come into a, in a stall, and it's all steel on all, all four sides, and one, one side of the stall is on a pivot. And there's a guy up above that has a 22 caliber pin gun. 
like you see on the movies now where they talk about the, mm-hmm. the Well, I get that. What I'm saying is, what, what do you do with the blood? The blood? Who buys the blood? Is that it. just waste, or who do you sell it to? Well, it, it just depends. Uh, a lot of the blood ends up on the floor, and you got to squeegee it out and stuff like that. Uh, but if you if you collect the blood, then it goes through a decon process, and they'll use it in what they can, what however they can. They waste nothing. Okay. Wow. That's uh that is a that is a crazy high school job. Yeah, that's uh all I can think is that's not a job I want. And when you come home, how does everyone smell? You got a brother who works in the blood pit. Right. You got another guy who works in the, and then your dad's a butcher, basically. He's a that's a beefy smelling family. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. All right, uh, coming up, we'll drink and toast with a shot of the day, but first. Time to, to time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. I feel like today's list is pretty simple. Everybody goes to McDonald's. Uh, so this is just a list of their sauces ranked by the good folks at Uproxx. Oh, ah, Uproxx. there we go. Yeah. I was prepared to set you up, too. Be like, who ranked them, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> now, for the most part, other than that one burger that some people put their barbecue sauce on, which they just came out with that uh, the combination meals that they were doing for a little while or you... You mix up. Oh yeah, things. when you get the stuff and you and you put them together. Does anyone use McDonald's dipping sauces other than their nuggets? Do people dip their fries in them? Oh, I do. Yeah, I'll, do. I'll dip my fries in there for okay. sure. Okay. And what uh, what flavor do you go with on the fries? So for me, it's always been sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. For and this this will show up on the list. But right, sweet and sour. Like I remember uh, living with a couple buddies. We loved it so much. Like we would go to McDonald's for breakfast sandwiches and still get sweet and sour <laughs> sauces. I know people who put barbecue sauce on their chicken biscuit. I right, and you're right, and there's a, there's a decent amount of people that just drizzle sauce on the sandwiches. Sure, but yeah, I mean, it, and McDonald's sauces are, aren't going to be like super the, fancy, right? But I, to me, like that that as a kid, that was like the first sweet and sour I had. Now as an adult, obviously you go to like <laughs> Asian restaurants and sure. stuff. You're like sweet and sour is a little bit different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I always like that one, and I think yeah, the nuggets in them are great. But like, if I you know if I'm going to order nuggets. I try to get enough salsas that, like, fries can get involved. Maybe a little piece of the cheeseburger gets right involved. Right there, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I also, for some reason, I like, if I get nuggets and fries, I like to use the first sauce very quickly and then load it up with ketchup. It feels more fun dipping your, like, fries. Oh, you mean the actual, oh, the, vessel. the vessel. Yeah, like the little, the little cup itself. No, you're right. There's something about dipping a condiment out of a little container that, for some reason, brings you slightly more satisfaction than if it's just sitting on your plate. Yeah, it just feels right. I like where they used to have the pool tab ones, but they, they switched companies. They moved away from Heinz and created their own ketchup. They did. Yeah. McDonald's did. Yeah. Damn. They have their own ketchup. But it still shows up on the list, and it, frankly, you'd be hard-pressed to tell the difference. Yeah. Do you guys like hot or cold ketchup? Hot. That's right. You don't keep it in the fridge. It doesn't matter to me. I have no preference. Yeah, it's weird. Like, if I'm at home, like, I always like, ah. Oh. Fries taste better in cold ketchup. But like whenever you go out, you can't ask, like, can right. you put your ke- ketchup in the fridge before I order this burger? No, no, you should. Uh, just one small request. Could you take this bottle of Heinz? Ketchup, hot or cold? I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to walk in with two questions. Number one, I'm going to order a burger and fries. Can you put the ketchup in the fridge now? Yeah. 
Second of all, I know this is a bar. Do you have milk? Oh. <laughs> I've seen that move before. Yeah, I think it was us or who were at. Where were we down that sports bar, right? We were like joking about it, and then I was like, do they have milk? <laughs> right. I mean, I guess for, you know, what, Come white Russian? Cream or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That sports bar that used to be downstairs, kind of by the Nike store. It was there for a while. I, it, it oh, it was a Fox Sports Grill forever. Yeah, I was, oh, it was yeah, in there yeah. for a Fox Sports Grill. And then it was something else. And a guy from Tennessee was there. He was an older They gentleman. did have milk there, yes. And he, he was demanding milk, and they would not bring him. They finally found milk, and they finally brought it to the guy, but he was losing his mind because he was still eating his food, but he needed something to wash it down with. And They're milk, like, we have 40 beers on tap. The milk wasn't coming fast enough. Yeah, it's weird. Like, orange juice is always going to be in a bar. Sure. Cranberry juice. Right. But, like, uh... Like I sometimes I like to drink a, a Hennessy with apple juice, but a lot of bars are like, dude, I don't have apple juice here. Like, Come on, all right. How about a cider? Should look at our kids' menu. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. so like if you want something like apple juice at a restaurant, go next door to Subway. You always get like this little itty bitty thing, right. sir. I think you'd be more, a little more comfortable with the Red Robin. Right. <laughs> all right. Did you see the motorcycles out front? We don't have apple juice. <laughs> all right. So they ranked eight of their sauces. Last on the list, the tangy barbecue. I agree. Oh. Uh, I don't dislike it, but it's probably my least favorite McDonald's sauce. Right. They call it legitimately the worst barbecue sauce they've had. It's heavy on vinegar notes with a sweet tomato forward flavor. Uh, No traces of smoke here. It's sugary, sweet, and bright with a tangy, almost sour aftertaste. The weirdest barbecue sauce ever. Which, again... If you're comparing their barbecue sauce (laughs) to, like, other barbecue sauce, like, I'm never going to be like, oh, I'm going to cook my chicken in this. But with chicken nuggets, right? That uh, stuff's delicious. And eating the chicken nuggets, they, they kind of do well together. Then they uh, number seven on the list. They put mustard. Is it just hot mustard? Because mu- no, 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 no. hot the- mustard's on the list. Okay, this uh, is just mustard, huh. right? And then I was trying to think if I've ever ordered mu- like I've gotten ketchup packets, right? Ranch at McDonald's, I'm, sweet and sour. I don't know that I've ever just said, I, "Can I get a mustard pack?" I'm pretty sure the only thing that that they put mustard on at McDonald's is a quarter pounder. They put a little drop on che- the hamburger. Oh, it's on your cheeseburger yeah, or hamburger. Bit, just a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, they say it's a bit boring, doesn't have the complexity of a good mustard. A little bit uh, blunt and bitter with a vinegar-dominant flavor. Yeah, that sounds like me. Blunt. A little blunt and bitter with a vinegar-dominated <laughs> flavor. Apple cider vinegar. Start calling Tab mustard. <laughs> Pub mustard. Uh, then they put ranch. Uh, ranch lot- is okay. Right. A lot of people, again, they weren't. Super fans of it. They said it's a little cheaper tasting, which... It's McDonald's. Everything's a little cheaper tasting, and they charge you a little cheaper. One more thing on the flip-flop there with the ketchup. Do you like it warm? Do you like it cold? All right. No one eats warm ranch. McDonald's serves their ranch warm. So one of the reasons that I don't like it very much is because it's warm ranch dressing. But see, if I order chicken wings from an outside place, usually the ranch is warm, and I don't mind. Okay. So it's like, you're right. I'm like flip flop, but I'm like the opposite. I would never keep my ranch just out on the counter. I think it would go bad. But I don't mind warm ranch. Okay. I don't either. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Sweet. Mm. On my chest. <laughs> Slather it in. Jesus. Can you imagine ranch in my chest? Uh, it's catch. there forever. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Look it. Sir, you've been in the shower for half an hour. Like, I'm covered in ranch. <laughs> ketchup. Everybody's had McDonald's ketchup. Uh, they got their own recipe. I guess they wanted to save money. They didn't want to pay Heinz, but almost everybody agrees it tastes just as good as Heinz. Okay. Try to think. You got to. It used to be some fast food place. I think that had Hunts, but that was years ago. 
All right, now back up on the list, number four, the hot mustard, which to me is one of the classics. That's what people were asking. Like, Am I the only one who gets hot mustard? And, and I like it. They go, it's not <laughs> hot like you might think. It's heavily vinegar f- uh, flavored with sweet garlic finish. They say it's a step down from the discontinued honey mustard sauce, which was sweeter and actually spicier. And discontinued huh. honey mustard. Uh, yeah, they discontinued that one. Uh, number three on the list is my guy, sweet and sour. It's more sweet than sour. Let's describe it as an apricot and plum with brown sugar aftertaste. Okay. Which, again, I probably agree with that. Like, I, I'm not sure it has any, it, it's like, would even count as a sweet and sour. <laughs> but if you ask me my favorite dipping sauce, it's like, sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Without a doubt. I remember as a kid being thrown off going to Chick-fil-A. It's like, what is Polynesian sauce? <laughs> uh, spicy buffalo. It's not actually hot. Uh or it's the only actual hot one McDonald's offer. They describe it as a cayenne pepper flavored forward with garlic and onion notes. Again, I'm sure it's good. I just, I never think, like, I think chicken wings for a right. buffalo. This I don't is, think chicken is, nuggets. This is back to the bunless wing thing. That's why I don't like the combination. Well, and I think, I think the ranch and the buffalo sauce came out when they had wings there for a minute. Where they? Mighty wings. Did they actually have mighty wings for one? Oh, yeah. They, McDonald's mm-hmm. had chicken wings. Hmm. And then number one on the list is the Szechuan. Sesh- <laughs> Is the what? Say it. Szechuan sauce. Uh, <laughs> Is that the one that's back for a limited time? Yes. Okay. It's dominated by sweet notes. It isn't spicy or hot. It's more like brown sugar and ginger flavors, almost teriyaki with a smoky aftertaste, which is good. I mean, it, it's hard to uh, beat teriyaki sauce, but I'm with you. I don't know that uh, Szechuan might eat, like... They're not regularly available. No. Szechuan is coming, is coming back again. June. Yeah. Szechuan <laughs> will be back soon. Store location near you. <laughs> Don't forget your soda. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. When did you lie about yourself or who you are or who were you confused for? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Shay. Welcome to the Men's Room. 
Hola, pecholas. Hola. So, uh, to you guys' question today, who have I been confused for? When I, when, when I was 18 years old, I was living in the I was living in the old Woodbrook Industrial Park before it turned into the Industrial Park. Well, one day I uh, one day I'm walking I'm walking home from the corner store, and these 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 couple teenagers I don't know probably 12 13 years old all girls they come they come up to me and they and they just start screaming Oh my God Oh my God It's PewDiePie PewDiePie I'm like What like first, like that was my first time ever heard, like ever hearing a PewDiePie in the first place. So I'm like, I'm utterly confused. So I go home after all that, look him up, and I'm like, holy crap! I can see the resemblance. Who is what? I literally just, I just got mistaken it's, for a big YouTube celebrity. Yeah. I just say, yeah, Pew, it's PewDiePie, right? PewDiePie, P E W D I E P I E. He's from Sweden, and if. If I'm not mistaken, he is still to this day like the most, the richest YouTube streamer that there is out there. He kind of, he's one of the biggest uh, uh, gameplay YouTubers. He did a lot of right, he's uh, a big gamer. Right, did a lot of scary games and 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 he, there was a lot of jump scares well, in him. So he was he was filming his reactions not, he, and whatnot. He's not an ugly guy. So no, not I mean, a bad looking guy. Yeah, no. You probably do okay with the ladies. Well, yeah, but to, to be fair, this is like during like the height of his popularity, like. I'm on like I'm watching YouTube 24 7 365 when I'm at home, and I don't watch any other any other streaming service because I just don't find anything interesting on on TV these days. And yeah, he's like number three in the top ten right now. I think I don't remember who is number one right now, but I know he has finally been surpassed. That's the age group that knows. No, yeah, absolutely, man. My kids were on YouTube for the last five years of their, you know, junior education. That's all my kids watch. Yeah. Constantly. I mean, that is it. They watch mm-hmm. YouTube. I don't even think they're aware of, like, other networks or other streaming services. It is all YouTube all the time. I watched this guy when he when he, when he he got his start and, and, and kind of his earlier stuff, and it was hilarious. I actually did, did like watching him. Then it... It was a little bit more manufactured, and he started catering to a much younger audience than I was, so I kind of aged out of okay, the videos right. that he was putting out. Or you just got older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I just like that guy said that he doesn't find anything interesting on TV. Like, dude, you know how many, all the streaming services, all the channels. <laughs> like, We've dude, never been in a greater time to have more options. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, I, maybe I'll pull it out there in TV time, but there's, there's like, a number they just put out. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, the, I want to say it's, like, 100,000 shows you could watch. Yeah, it's like either you're not looking or you have no interest in anything. Because if you can think of it, there's a show about it. What did you lie about yourself or who you are or who were you confused for? 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> we were talking last week to somebody. Oh, because we were in a barbecue place. Or, no, it was Mike and I. We were talking about watching barbecue shows. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, I can't watch the one that I love, Barbecue Piss Pitmasters. <laughs> barbecue Pissmasters. It's basically 45 minutes of them just talking with each other and like dry rubbing stuff and then putting it in a smoker for eight hours. I love it. <laughs> right. right. And it's the same thing every time. Little sweet, little heat. Right, right. Like this and that. I mean, I can almost guarantee you how they're going to like dress the meat and what they're going to do to it. But yeah, it is, there's a show for everybody. Yeah. No matter who you are, there is a show for you, for sure. I'm a truck driver in Alaska. We got you. Right. Think about that. <laughs> I drive on ice. It's different. We got you. Right. We got it. I'm a crab. Ice road trucker? I mine for gold. Yeah. We got you, man. I make moonshine. We, we've we got I you. I work in a pawn shop, dude. It's not very... We got we you. Got, we got a show for you. I really just yeah. like antiques. We, we've we got you. 
Yeah, that's a classic. Right. So, I mean, like, if you can name it, like, dude, there's a show of interest for you. I guarantee Pick you. a subject. There's a channel for you. If you like history, if you like science, Travel, if you like nature. If you like science fiction. I mean, like, <laughs> they break it down, man. Just saying. <laughs> it is There might be something on. That's all we're saying. Well, it's, I don't want to go on a tangent, but it's also, like, weird for us that younger people watch people game, right? On YouTube. Like, like it took me a while to get used to that. But also, how many shows have we all watched of just some... Buddy walking around a city and eating. Yeah. Right. Well, well, people make fun of them, like, I can't believe the kids will watch someone else play games. I'm like, I watch sports. Have you ever watched people you know play I mean? poker like, in Vegas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're watching someone else right. play You're a game. You just watch it. And, like, that's not you even ever exciting. Football? Football? You're watching basketball. someone play a game. The Masters. Just depends on what game right. do you like and what games do you enjoy. Right. That is it, man. The World Puppy Bowl. Chess. They keep putting the Puppy Bowl on because people will literally Ooh. watch cute animals Kind of do nothing. Did you guys watch that uh, uh, dog obstacle course on uh, Monday night? It was on... Was that a replay? They had one that on Sunday, too. It looked like they were in a sand <laughs> kind of a track, right? Did you say the same one? I was mesmerizing. Know. Well, me and my buddy have gotten so deep into now, we'll, if it's late at night and we're drinking on the weekend, we will YouTube dog competitions and watch them. Oh, wow, man. It, yeah. it's, it's, hard to, it, it's hard to turn away. <laughs> and then there's, there's just races. So you, there's corgi races, yeah. but they're not the fastest. Right, right. But the Jack Russell races, oh, okay, intense. So Sunday there was Sunday there was uh, God, what, the Masters was finishing at one point in time. Yeah, there's a pretty good NBA game on, I believe. I think there was an IndyCar race on, and there was a dog competition. And there was a dog competition. There's three screens. And you went dog. There's three screens in front of me. I could not help but just keep turning <laughs> to the dogs. Now, golf is my favorite thing. You know, I love that sport. It's the biggest tournament. Right. It's the final round. And I'm watching this, this I don't know, sheepdog probably <laughs> just absolutely tear it up. I'm like, this guy's got it. This guy's got it. Because they're saying, like, by the times where he's at. Oh, right, right, right. right. Like, the collies are good. He, that's what it was. It was a border collie. Yeah. They, I oh, mean, Ted they, knows his dogs. Yeah. I mean, well, because we all watched the same one on Thanksgiving this year. Right, because it was it came on after the football game. So, like, we didn't plan to, but everybody ended up watching the same competition. I know. It's weird. But a dog on TV, you'll watch it. When did you lie about yourself or who you are, or who are you confused for? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Randall. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Randy. What's going on, guys? Dolan, join it, man. How are you, sir? Oh, it's snowing over here in Olympia. Ah, Good times. That is wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, But my story is, when I was about... 18 turning 19 i used to party at this house all the time and uh when i first got there for about three months i'd say i was there uh everyone believed that i was from ireland because i'm assuming out of some sort of like anti-social anxiety thing i just started speaking with an accent and just rolled with the lie for how long three months three months we knew a guy who did it for a few years did you ever get laid yeah, or anything? Every time I went to the, the voice I used was Irish. Every time I went to the voice was an Irish accent. You know, I want to give that a try sometime. Just be like, wow, really? You're from Ireland? I certainly am. Sometimes I wonder when I go to an Irish pub, but they just putting that on, or are you really from Ireland? When you think to yourself, Ireland has the same population as the state of Indiana. Right. How many people from Indiana have you met? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I don't think I've met any. If I, I know, What if they opened an Indiana bar? I didn't. If I did, with their I, Indiana whiskeys, I didn't know. <laughs> right. I mean, I have a friend from Dublin. Where did you meet? Here, Seattle. Okay, well that makes sense. 
I, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm with you. Like, you're right. Not, I don't think all of them do, but like, right. pretty sure one of like Kells. There's a few of them, but like, they're that family is Irish. What they're about all, the, uh, the the safari bar uh, at SeaTac Airport? They'll click the at Africa you. bar. Yeah, they. I'm like, that's authentic. <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry, I think they closed. I ordered my food. I think they changed. Them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. wow, she got my wing order right. Well, those beers are all like that. <laughs> Serengeti. <laughs> African amber. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is authentic. Oh my god, there's a freaking. <laughs> what they changed is now they actually have African food on that menu. Right. I know. That's like, maybe we should get on up to the name. I was like, this Redmond place when we moved here, they, they must have a lot of African heritage. Right. right. I can't figure out why this one beer company just leans on that. Right. All the time. Serengeti. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. We brought up uh, earlier in the show and at the beginning of the show that Gilbert Gottfried, uh, one of our favorite comedians and guests, passed away today at the age of uh, 67 years old. Uh, family said that he was uh, uh, battling a uh, illness that had been around for a while. A long illness, right. But uh, no one was expecting that, uh, the, that Gilbert wouldn't be around anymore. But uh, he was a friend of the show. He uh, stopped by here on more than one occasion. One of my all-time favorite comedians that I've ever seen do stand-up before. Saw him at the parlor over in uh, Bellevue. One of my favorite shows I've ever seen, and I'm, I'm happy that I got a chance to not only meet one of the nicest guys in the world, but uh, get a chance to watch him do his stand-up. Now, as we uh, said earlier, sometimes when we do interviews, we have the opportunity to sit down, hopefully in a commercial break, uh, talk about uh, what the artist is up to, shake their hand, sure. introduce ourselves, see if they want anything to drink, you know what I mean? Make sure Cup that of coffee, glass of water. We're plugging the right things, you know what I mean? Uh, is there any setup we can do for you? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want right. to get into? And we, we do a little, we do, you know, like a little pre-interview, so to speak, before we go on the air. Well, that wasn't the case. The last time Gilbert Gottfried came into town, we were actually in the middle of a conversation, and Steve, I believe you were talking about alternative uses or, or means of being able to wipe yourself downstairs. Yeah. Sounds G- like me. Gilbert just walks in the studio, and he just sets down. We have not said hello. We have not We have not shaken hands. We have not introduced ourselves. Lord knows if he remembered the last time that he was around. Right, right. But either way, he was in to promote a show. So if we could, in honor of the late Gilbert Gottfried, let's go back in time to the last time we got a chance to talk with Gilbert. Time. 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 We talked about this yesterday, uh, what people have used in place of toilet paper at the time of need. Uh-huh. And we agree because the guy used an empty bag of chips. And we said, look, man, when it comes to bags of chips, I know that like baked Lay's have a slightly softer packaging uh, than regular Lay's. And there was a woman on the elevator today, and I was so tempted to say, she's standing across from me eating barbecue baked Lay's. And I'm looking at the bag, and I realize I'm staring at her smiling, and she looks at me real nervous, and I'm like... Do I tell her and say, look, on the off chance that you gamble and lose, just so you know, I'm not saying anything. We were talking about this yesterday. You could wipe your ass on that bag of chips. It'd be better. Right. That's all I'm saying. A little bit softer. Now, see, here's what I don't understand. It aren't like uh, potato chip bags, like a little too smooth. Don't they need some kind of That's why the baked lays, man, because the packaging is a little closer to paper than foil. Oh, and we'd had a guy, and we talked about this. Uh, there was a Ryanair flight in Europe, and they announced basically after they locked the door, "Oh, hey, on this three-hour flight, there's no toilet paper." So if you go to the bathroom, you got to improvise, and everyone has had to improvise. And the uh, guy used a potato chip bag. Hmm. And we just said base lays. So, so if if I'm out of toilet paper, uh-huh. I can use a lace. Gilbert, this is what we learned. Yeah, and, and this this actually shocked me. <laughs> we had a landscaper call. All right. 
And yeah. the landscaper, it's a science for him because he pointed out that uh, in his industry, there's never a convenient place to drop a deuce, but you still got to do it. Yeah. So what they do is uh, they start with the sleeves on their shirt, not the whole shirt, the sleeves. And he pointed out the shirt he was wearing yesterday was sleeveless. From a past encounter, you can use the pockets on your shirt. Uh, pocket on your shirt, but, there's, oh, yeah. but you can take the collar off yeah. of your shirt and use that. So you're not losing your entire shirt. And then you can use pants pockets uh, and cut the elastic off your side. This guy had a science. But you can dig a hole in someone's yard and, and poop there. Yeah. And, and so he's do. pooping in your yard, but he's wiping with his own and clothes. So lace potato chip. Back to lace. Yeah, because I still think because you eat nuts. Does it have? It has enough like uh, like Give? grab. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Because okay. <laughs> I don't want just something sliding. Absolutely. There. That wouldn't do any good. But if you're using a bag of Lay's potato chips, I think it's safe to argue that there are no other alternatives. Oh, oh okay. I mean, I'm not just saying buy a bag of Lay's and go to the bathroom. But, but are are there leaves around? Aren't no. leaves? No. I if there's leaves, you're going to leave. Going leave. Yeah. So, what? You I use leaves you, first, You would have never agreed to come on this program again if you'd remembered us. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're going so, here. So, in other words, there's no trees there where are no trees. you're taking a dump. Right. You, yeah. This is an unfortunate, <laughs> you're horrible in the desert. situation. So, you're in the middle of the sea, Sahara Think Desert and you got with a bag, a of, bag of lace <laughs> potato <laughs> chips. Right? And you <laughs> thought he brought them to eat. There's a yeah. sidewinder yeah, side rattlesnake going by you. Yeah. As you and, and you don't have water no. or a compass <laughs> or even sunglasses, but you're there in the middle of the desert with a bag of potato chips. <laughs> Just to wipe Which I butt. think would be the last thing I'd want to eat <laughs> in the asshole. middle of the desert is potato chips. <laughs> Greasy fingers. It's so dry. And what oh, skunkweed boy. is... Uh, that that's uh, a leaf or a cabbage. It's a cabbage. Uh, it's a cabbage. It's cabbage leaf. Yeah, but yeah. that makes sense, man. As far as produce goes, I would think a cabbage or lettuce leaf probably your best bet. More coverage, right? Yeah. Would you believe that's actually a vegetable? I would think it's just weed. I got skunk cabbage. Well, Gilbert, like, I'm sure right. you a situation where there's no toilet paper. I mean, you've been to a gig before and you had to use the bathroom real quick, and they don't supply the bathroom. Oh, oh, yeah, bathroom or whatever. I'm sure that's yeah. happened before. Yeah, that happened. You're, you're wandering, in the, wandering in the desert a lot with potato I, chips. I remember being at a club once, and we were down in the basement waiting around. I was waiting to go on, and and I asked the owner. I said, "Is there a bathroom here?" And and the guy said, "Well, are you making a one or a two? <laughs> It's like you're on the gray. Yeah. And I said, uh, one. And he goes, well, because it's a big basement. Oh. So it was just like you could just pee in the basement. <laughs> so that was, that was a. Did you ask him what you would do if it were a two? Yeah, that I, I mean, like, uh, then I I'd have to run out and get some potato chips. <laughs> Welcome back. How's the amazing colossal podcast going for you? Uh yeah, it's uh Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. It's on gilbertgottfried.com and subscribe to it on iTunes or Sideshow Network People love TV. It, yeah, I mean it, it's weird because I like concentrate mainly on old show business. You do. You had Larry Storch on the other. Yeah. Day. I had two members. That's only one member of F Troop. I had yeah, Corporal Egon and, and, and Ken Berry. Oh, he was the star. 
Yeah. He was the one everybody liked. Oh, now, yeah. Now, could you imagine, and I'm being dead serious, Gilbert, when you think <laughs> about the world where it is today, I was just, we were reading something the other day about uh, Adam Sandler's doing a movie for Netflix, and it's an, there's Native Americans portrayed in a negative light, or I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. People have walked Let's off. Let's put it in a positive light that we've been yeah. so well known for. <laughs> yeah. no, That's news. No tears, no, no, no trash. Uh, that was an Italian dude. Exactly. The no, Indian it, crime, it, because you littered back in the 70s that TV Italian commercial. Dude. That was an mm-hmm. Italian dude. Oh, oh, that's right. You remember that guy? Yes, yeah, yes. He's like, hey, don't throw your trash in the goddamn with, woods with the one tear yeah. don't mess up the pine berries yes uh, <laughs> jersey's a beautiful with the bodies in yeah. but but isn't that weird that uh, i mean think about f troop and how just blatantly it was a great show it was very funny but i mean that would never fly today see what what drives me nuts with f troop is i know if i had been acting back then I could have played an Indian. You would have been an Indian. <laughs> yeah, you would have been an Indian. Like you would have been a like memorable even, one. Some, even like even when you when you put up po- uh, pictures of like the Batman stuff, like you really would have been a great penguin. Yes, or a, like it really would fit you. It makes sense instead of being on goddamn Celebrity Apprentice, oh, yeah. where you have where you have Donald Trump going like, I don't have a sense of humor, and you're out or whatever. You're fine. I mean, like goddamn, Gilbert, why do you set yourself up for that stuff? Yeah, you know he's, he's I, got no sense of humor. And and I had on the podcast, I had Adam West, and Adam West said to me, he goes, you would have made a great penguin. You would have made a great <laughs> yeah. penguin. And why, when they do these new movies, they have the tough guy Christian Bale and all that stuff, but why don't they go back to the campier, kind of 60-year, 60s oh, yes. more, kind of uh, more comic book-like? And uh, I had two cat women on the same episode uh, Lee Merriweather and uh, Julie Newmar. And they were both oh, beautiful women. Yes. Beautiful redheaded women back in the day, you know. And, and the great Earth thing about... the Kit was one, but she's passed, right? Earth yeah. the Kit is yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they had, what, three but, different cats? But Gilbert... Yes, you, and, well... Yes, yes. It's so. almost like you're archiving television. You're, you're interviewing people right before they die, so we get the last word in on all the great experiences. Right before they, they get had. their lifetime yeah, achievement I mean, award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Larry, you know, and you remember the time where either it was Glenn Campbell or, hell, uh, Richard Pryor, but everybody had a variety show, Sonny and Cher. And Hee-haw. And the of the world, hee-haws. Roy Clark Let, and Buck Owens Larry, had a goddamn variety but show. But Larry would show up on all those shows. Like, Larry was, in a weird way, like, he was like this weird, like, dinosaur or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why I know you, yeah. but, but I kind of know you, you know. But he was one of those guys. Yeah, and Ellen, the Starline vocal band, right that after, oh, God. afternoon show. delay. Yes, we're talking about a nooner and having sex. <laughs> yeah, in this five minute window, but we're so sweet when we sing it. Oh, Nobody yeah. minds. That's right. What? Uh, and we brought up Celebrity Apprentice. How was that experience? I know that was, was it. Was it as bad as the wife swap thing, or was it? I mean, was it as contrived? And it's, it, you really want to win? I know. You, yeah. do, you do. Well, with me, I, I came in not caring. <laughs> <laughs> and, but everybody else, they get into it like, oh, I got to win. Sure. You know, like, you know, yeah. What I, do you win? Yeah. Like, if you win, exactly. what, what do you win? Because I, and I would say to them, like, do you really think you're going to take over Trump Enterprises? <laughs> right. right. Is it yes. weird, like, hearing his daughter talk? You go like, what the heck's going on here? My father you tell, is yeah. You have two kids. Could you imagine if they sound like you? You're like, don't listen to me. Yeah. You know I mean? like, how does she sound exactly like her dad? Oh, it's very scary. It's weird, isn't it? You know, nice looking girl, but it's yeah. like, uh, 
you know, if you, t- I think you'd be imagining if you were having sex with her, you'd imagine Some here, you know, it was Donald. Yeah, that got angry. <laughs> <laughs> she have the best sex ever had. Like, yeah. Goddamn right. <laughs> oh man, getting you back. Ever, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, interesting thing. I don't know how long ago this was. It was probably uh, oh, four or five. I don't know, six months ago or whatever. I picked up a New York Times, uh, and and there you are in like the in the style section. And let's talk about the fact, and I'm not making this up, that Gilbert and his wife have, have re- re- invented, uh, redone their home. Oh, yeah. Redone their pad. Yeah, I had a lot to do with that. And, but here was yeah. the thing that stuck in my head. <laughs> no, but here was right. the thing that stuck in my head, and I knew right away, because you know me, man, especially when we go to hotels, what I always right. do. I steal the shampoos, mm-hmm. and I steal the soap. Oh, that's the first thing I do. I know that, yeah, and yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, I have a connection with Gilbert Gottfried. We steal, and it's not that you can't have it for free. We steal. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you can. But what I'll do is every once in a while, I'll take out the soaps and the shampoos, and I'll, I'll use them because I feel like I'm on vacation when I'm at home. And that's what, But you have like you have like... Pretzels from like TWA Airlines. Oh yeah, you have, like, you have, like, you have like Pan Am matches and stuff. Like you've got seriously I old have pretzels crap. from Charles Lindbergh. It's almost yeah. like you would be a hoarder if New York would just give you enough room to have stuff to put stuff. Oh in. yes, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if, if there were actual closets and places where you could stash stuff, you would have everything. Oh yeah, I had I when I moved. I was, uh, uh, the wife forced me to throw stuff out, but I had soaps from Pan Am and TWA. But you really did, I bet. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, in almost every hotel that you've been in, like, you have a huge box, and most of these hotels don't even exist anymore. Right. It's oh, like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like, a, like a, I don't know, like a Tombow debt thing. Did you ever get busted stealing, like, uh, uh, whatever the product is, and they're like, come on, man, you know, we need that here, whether it's the holiday and towels, because... Does Holiday Inn still emboss their name on the towels? It used to be, it was awesome to steal a Holiday Inn towel, because it actually said Holiday Inn. Oh, they don't yeah. have a, That was the prize, man. Oh, yes. Except oh, that you stayed at Holiday Inn. Steve, I'm not making this up. In the picture where they show Gilbert, and he's got the box of all the crap that he stole from the hotels, he's wearing a pair of hotel slippers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't think I didn't notice that, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought about gripping the slippers, too, but yeah. you actually did. Yeah. I, I Well, because, I mean, they can use them afterwards. Sure, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's and, good. I mean, granted, they have the support of a piece of paper. <laughs> but still, they're comfortable. Control. But you can wipe your ass with them. <laughs> if, if you're ever... Uh, In the desert. You yeah, if you're naked slippers, in the desert. Yeah. And a bag of Lay's potato and chips. <laughs> Attaboy. Gilbert Godfrey, the partner live in Seattle tonight, 7.30, Friday, 7.30 and 10, Saturday, 7.30 and 10. All the details at ParlorLive.com. It's always a pleasure. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Dustin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Dustin, are you sober or not sober? I am not sober. Dustin, as in Dustin Butts. All right, Dustin, (laughs) who's the biggest ass you know? A friend, family member, coworker, or neighbor? That would have to be a family member. And uh, close relation or distant? And my father. 
Oh, oh, all right. Okay. That's nice. Close relation. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, somebody pointed out here, and this is a good question. We're talking about cities with the Hall of Fames. Somebody says, why is it that no one can say Canton without saying Ohio? You can say Cooperstown, all the others, but it's always Canton, Ohio. And I thought about it. You're right. They always do. So, Welcome to Canton, Ohio. But right, like Cooperstown, it's just Cooperstown. Sometimes yeah, in point. the NFL, they'll, you know, like the analysts will say sure. I mean, he's going to make it to Canton one day. Right. But other than that, not everybody else. It's Canton, Ohio. Yeah, like that guy's right and Miles is right. right? Mm-hmm. You hear it like that, but I feel like, right, in the average person, you always go, Canton, Canton Ohio. Ohio. Is there another Canton that's famous? No. In China, there is. I only know that because there's a place in Baltimore. It's also called Canton. And they pointed out they called it Canton because at that point they started training with the Chinese, specifically out of a place called Canton. So Hence, is that the, Cantonese. Is that, Cantonese. The, is that right. the sister city, maybe? Or the sister I think it was initially. I don't know. All right, here is your question. In the movie Cars, what actor was the voice of Doc Hudson? Doc Hudson. Uh... I never realized this until... I cannot believe they got an actor this big and this popular and this iconic to voice this. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to throw a guess out there anyways. Uh, uh, God dang it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is a big Uh, name actor. Big name? Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's wrong. George Clooney. I mean, it's on that level. It was Paul Newman. Hmm. He was a big car fan. He was a very big car fan. So much so that he had his own racing team. Also a big salad dressing fan. And popcorn. And popcorn. Frozen pizzas. And frozen pizzas. Cookies. Does he have that many things in his... Oh, yeah. Newman's own. They they got a lot of products. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you could survive on Newman's own alone. Like you just pack, everything's just Newman and you have everything you need. Beef jerky, dog biscuits, green tea. (laughs) Dog biscuits and green tea. (laughs) You almost sound unhappy. Yes, how much? Dog biscuits. Hello, Newman. Fig bars. Salsa. (laughs) If it's edible, he's had something to do with it. He's touched it. All right. Sounds. (laughs) Welcome to Newman's if it's edible. (laughs) Paul's touched it. (laughs) And not with his fingers. (laughs) All right. Your question. What actress was a regular on both Dynasty and TJ Hooker at the same time? Later, she appeared on Melrose, Melrose Place. Then she married Bon Jovi guitarist Richie Sambora. Then she discovered drugs and went crazy. Britney Spears. Uh, Janet Jackson? <laughs> Heather Locklear? Heather Locklear. All right. Never would have guessed it. Question four. Well, Heather Locklear, again, kind of just, she just kind of gets one of those passes because she's been like strung out on prescription drugs for years. Yeah, so they don't go out. I shouldn't out. say strung out, but I just I know she gets in trouble. Strung sometimes. out. Sometimes. You were right. Yeah. Strung out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. She was a very fine definition of being strung out on prescription drugs. <laughs> it reminds me when I was in Miami. People are popping pills left and right. It was a few years ago, but they had all those pain clinics. And I was like, you guys smoke weed? Who would smoke weed? Oh, right. I know. Oh, my God. No, that's dangerous. <laughs> Let me crush this oxygen and snort it real quick. All right, your question. <laughs> What explorer introduced chickens to the New World? Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, Christopher Columbus? 
All right. Very good. Very good. Which is nuts to me because think about the prevalence of chickens. So before he got here, you know, no one in the Western Hemisphere had seen chickens. And it doesn't matter where the hell you go, there are chickens. That's the only thing he should get credit for. He should. Because he really didn't discover North America. He thought he was in India. But he brought chickens. I mean, that's like saying, hey, man, I discovered where Ted lives. Yeah, but you were going to Miles' house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know, like, yeah, you're not he, where look, you look, think you are. We call this new Miles. I'm always like, right. Columbus Day, whatever. I don't care. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> he brought chickens. Mm-hmm. And he does nothing but call you Miles. <laughs> Can't believe he brought chickens. Yeah. I would, you know what, Miles, I'm with you. Now that now that I know that, I'm like, I, I, look, man, I'm back on his team. He, he, he didn't do everything right. You know what I mean? He wasn't but a he good brought person. Chicken. He did bring chicken. Yeah. Sometimes bad people do good things. He's the original Chick-fil-A. He's like the guy you didn't like, but he was 21 before you were. He'll do the best things, but they like chicken. (laughs) Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. All right, if we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve a Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, real quick, we got a comment here. It says, if, if I think right, Quincy Jones has a half-brother who's a federal judge here in Seattle. By the way, get with the times. We call that a mixed kid. I thought you called it a stepbrother. Yeah. Uh, today we toast veteran reporter... Damn. He's half brother, half judge. <laughs> I feel like we've been somewhere and somebody said that. Uh, today we toast veteran reporter Luis Mestres of Mallorca, Spain. Now, he was recently assigned to the Palma Airport to cover the large number of international flights that are in and out of the airport. This as millions of people come and go for their Easter vacation. So basically, it is the same pointless kind of reporting that we endure here. But thanks to two unsuspecting women, the other ones, the otherwise mundane report, it actually got very interesting. So the two women, along with hundreds of passengers, they're walking out of a gate in the background of Luis's report. Obviously, a plane had just landed, big cavalcade of people walking out. Now, unbeknownst to Luis, because he's facing the camera doing his report, one of the women had her arm tightly wrapped around a four-and-a-half-foot-tall, bright pink inflatable penis. Now, <laughs> I believe Mike's posted. Did you post the, uh, the video? It's fantastic. <laughs> because the thing is, they're just walking out with a bunch of other people. He has no idea. He's just doing his report. It's all in Spanish. I have no idea what he's saying. He could be saying, I think there's a penis behind me. But they all walk out, and then you see a moment where one of the two women realizes they might be on camera, and they... Not quite abrupt, but they kind of exit stage left mm-hmm. at that point. You said that was like a bachelorette party? Okay, so the article that I read said, look, we don't know what their intent was. They believe they're here for a bachelorette party, but the story uh, was out of an English newspaper. Do you have any idea what they call a bachelorette party in oh, England? it's a hen party. It's a, hen, a hen-do. A hen-do. A hen, oh, not yeah. hen-do, oh, a hen-do. I see what they did. Yeah, they were like, but I think you still have stag nights. You still have stag nights, and then they came here for a hen-do. All right, so let's drink. <laughs> we pour this booze, and we drink this booze, because we think it's yummy. 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 So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bichola. Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told. With Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 